mother, she's the best mom ever, but she gave me some good advice when I was younger. And she told me, Brittany, please make sure that you choose your friends wisely because who you choose as your friends will greatly impact your life and the choices that you make. And I thought, okay, Ma, listen, I love the advice you're giving. You're a great mom, but I'm gonna do what any teenager would do at my age. And I said, no thank you, okay? And I decided little Brittany knew best over what her parents thought. So I decided I am going to pick my friends based off of my need, right? Who is accepting towards me and who cares about me? The only problem is, y'all, your parents are right, okay? Whether we like it or not, your parents are right. And because um, what happened was I chose some friends that I thought loved me. I chose some friends that I thought cared about me. But ultimately, I ended up with this friend group, and together we made some of the worst choices I could have ever done. All right, we made terrible decisions, and in return, I spent years and years of rebellion against my parents, against what they said. I snuck behind their backs. I did whatever I wanted because that's also what my friends did. And it turns out, like I said, my parents were right because what actually ended up happening was by the end of my sophomore year, which is 10th grade, by the end of that, out of a group of five of us, four of them ended up getting pregnant. I was the only one that did not. And it turns out it even goes further than that. I did some FBI investigating on Facebook and I looked up where all of them are at now. That's called stalking, not investigating. No, it's not. It's using my resources. Okay, Joe. So I ended up doing some Facebook stalking and I found out that um, sadly, these friends that I once had back in high school are either now in rehab or they are in jail. And it came to the point where my mom sat me down at the end of my sophomore year and said, you got a couple choices to make. Either you can keep going with these friends and keep up with the pace that they have, or you can pick some better friends. And so it wasn't actually a choice that I got to make. It was actually more of a force. And I'm really grateful my parents forced me to pick some new friends. Because what actually ended up happening is I did find a group of friends that actually loved me for me. Instead of encouraging me to do bad stuff, they actually encouraged me to get good grades. Instead of encouraging me to sneak out behind my parents' back, they actually encouraged me to respect my parents. And because of the friends that I was around, school got easier. My relationships with my parents got better. I began to have more respect for them. And in return, I really understood, man, these friends truly loved and truly cared about me. Yeah, my story was quite a bit different than uh, Pastor Brittany's over here. See, uh, my best friends in high school were the best, okay? I love my friends in high school. Do I talk to them anymore? No, we don't (laughs) actually talk to each other anymore. Uh, It's kind of sad. But nonetheless, in high school, they were awesome, all right? And I am shaped who I am today is so much because of what they were like in high school. Okay, we had the same taste in music, almost the same taste in music, okay? We all listened to the same like emo, screamo music, like punk, scream, like all that stuff. My buddy Shane, he liked the more like deathcore stuff that was like, like sounds like pig vocals, right? Like that kind of stuff. Um, my buddy Galen liked a little more indie feel where it was like, yeah! Okay, and then I liked the stuff where there was like that, 
but also singing. And so, but we all, it didn't really matter. We liked it all. So whoever's car we were in, it was who we got to listen to. And I, we loved it, all right? But we also, even though we were best friends, we were still different. We had some differences. Uh, Shane, he played football and was a black belt in karate. Uh, Galen, he was uh, he was a really good snowboarder and a surfer. What? I know in the middle of Grand Junction. Where do you where do you surf? It doesn't matter. He does like he he got to go to Hawaii all the time. And I uh, I played bass and I went to science camp, which is also cool. That's awesome, Joe. Wow. But we had one big similarity. We all love Jesus, and on top of that, we all loved this place. We loved coming here. Every night we could, every Sunday we could, we were here. It did, we, there was no question about where we were gonna be when it was night, we call it vertigo back then, but where when 4640 was happening, there was no question where any of us were gonna be. We knew we were gonna be here. And here's the funny thing, okay? Is I didn't, my parents could have cared less where I was in high school, all right? They didn't care at all where I was. Half the time, my mom was a traveling nurse and my parents were split up. I lived with my mom. My mom was just gone for days at a time. And I basically was like lived alone. I had every opportunity to do anything I wanted. I could have gone to parties. I could have done drugs. I could have done all the drink. I, had, I could have done whatever I wanted, but I didn't do any of those things in high school. Why? Because my friends didn't. Not because of what my parents said or any of those things, but the pe- my friends, I didn't do any of those things because my two closest friends didn't do any of that. We like music, we like church, and we like hanging out. And that was it. Yeah, no, not me, okay, right? Now, I had very strict parents. I had parents who were super involved in my life. They cared about who I hung out with. I had a curfew, all right? I had these things that my parents were so involved in. Every aspect of my life. But what's the difference between Joe and me? It was our friends, right? It was who we chose to surround ourselves with while we were growing up that ultimately determined the choices that we made, right? Both Joe and I's parents didn't have the biggest impact on our lives, right? They didn't carry the most influence on our life, but our friends did. And that's why friendships matter, you guys. Who we surround ourselves with, who carries influence in our life, who impacts us matters. And it matters the choices that we make. And it matters the outcome of honestly, how we're going to choose to live the rest of our life. And when parents tell you, hey, who are you hanging out with? Who are your friends? Who's your group of influence? They aren't doing it to try to control you and try to control who you're hanging out with. But they're asking you these things and wanting to know who's in your life because your parents were also once your age. They also once had a group of friends around them too that made choices in their lives as well. And your parents care about you. They care about who are you going to become and what type of choices are you going to make. So your question is, who's your squad? Who are you hanging out with? Because who you're hanging out with is a really important thing. Some famous guy said this, show me your friends and I'll show you your future. Your friends will decide who you are. It will decide the outcome of a lot of your life. And why is that? One word, it's kind of a big word, influence, all right? You have Instagram influencers. Why do they call that? Because they have a bunch of influence. Your friends have influence over you. And that basically means they have an effect on you. Sometimes that effect is good, and sometimes that effect is bad. And, and the closest people in 
like to you, the closest best friends are going to have the most influence on your life. So take a look at this picture, okay? So you are the person in the middle. You are the red person in the middle. Now, I want you to picture you have a couple different layers of friendships. Now, you have an inner circle, the green, all right? Maybe there are eight people in your inner circle, or maybe there's just like two or three. But the people on your inner circle, they need to have like some qualifications before they get to be in your inner circle. It's an exclusive club. Not just anybody gets to be in your inner circle. They have to have a track record with you, meaning you can trust them, meaning they've kept a secret that they should have kept or maybe didn't keep a secret that they knew was gonna hurt you. They, they have, they, you have good history with these people. They care about you. They are responsible. They seem to make, they're on the same path to like that you want to have in your life. They are on that same path. These people on your inner circle. And honestly, at this point, a lot of your parents should be on this inner circle. Your parents, you should be not trying to push them out of that circle, not trusting them. But if they're responsible parents and you know that they love and care about you, you should be doing everything you can to keep them in that inner circle, to have someone who is an adult who is going to tell you the truth. You, they're not always, an inner circle person doesn't necessarily tell you everything you want to hear. They're going to tell you what you need to hear because they care about you. They love you. The people on the outside, the blue those are just people you hang out with. Those are people that you see at school, that you maybe have some fun with, or maybe you just go to class with, or a teammate, whatever. Or maybe it's somebody who was on the inner circle and they broke your trust. And so they're not in that inner circle. You don't have to trust them with everything anymore. Are you okay to hang out? Yeah. But are you gonna hang out and tell them all your deepest, darkest secrets? No. So you need to make sure that you're careful who's in the green. You wanna make sure you're careful with who you have in your inner circle. Why? Because your inner circle are the people that have the most influence on your life. So let's take a look at this, okay? Let's say this is you right here. Now, if you have uh, five, you have three friends, okay? And they just all absolutely love the weekend, okay? Like, and I'm not talking about Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm talking about the artist, okay? Who's like, he sings that one song and then he also sings that other song. You know what song I'm talking about, because I don't. Uh, now, if you've got four of your friends, and they all love the weekend, and you hang out with them, and they are on your inner circle, all right, what's going to happen is as the more you hang out with them, the more likely they are to influence you, okay? And so at first, you might be like, oh, I kind of like it. But it doesn't take much time if they're on your inner circle to where all of a sudden, now... They like weekend, the weekend, they like the weekend. They like the weekend, they like the weekend. And now all of a sudden, you like the weekend. Why? Influence. These people you care about, these people you're close to, you, you wanna be like, you wanna be able to hang out with, you wanna fit in with them. And so they have influence on your life. And just like that, it, your water, there was so much clear water, but it didn't take much of anybody's time, time influence to change your perception. Now. Got somebody in class, okay? Maybe they love Harry Styles. I don't know. Does anybody like Harry Styles? He's okay. All right. No, I don't like him either, okay? Now, let's say this person right here, they just love Harry Styles. You know, and actually, they're, they're outer circle. So we're going to, I'm going to redo this. Get that. Oh, get rid of that. It's sorry. fine. We'll clean. Sorry. Well, sorry, Hope. My bad. Sorry. 
Everybody. Okay, so let's say they love it. Harry Styles, but they're not on your inner circle, right? They're on your they're on the outer circle. And they don't they shouldn't have as much influence in your life. And so yeah, they're in class with you. And you go to the same class and that's cool. And, and you're you hang out there and you talk a little bit. But they love Harry Styles, but because they don't have influence, even if you know they can hang out with you a little bit, but it's not like they're gonna influence you a ton. And yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, they listen to Harry Styles, but it's not like it affected you nearly as much as having friends. There was greater influence with the inner circle than there was with the outer circle. Now, the danger here is that rather than being careful and making sure that only the inner circle people have get to influence you, right? Now, all of a sudden, you've got everybody. Inner circle, outer circle, you've got it all, and they're all there, and you're letting everybody influence you, and so you've got this, and now, and you're going a little bit here, and you're going to go a little bit here, and then you're going to go a little bit here, and you're like, oh, what do you like? Oh, cool, and you're trying to fit in, and you're trying to make sure, and all of a sudden, you're doing that, and now, the question is, like, who, who are you? Because you spent so much time trying to fit in with everybody else, and it's just not like... It's hard to see. Can see what this is. Can kind of see this. Like, this is still a nice color. This is just kind of nothing. And the dangers of letting too many people influence you, good or bad, is that you end up just kind of being every, like nothing. One friend cares about school. One friend doesn't. One person cares about the relationship with Jesus. The other person doesn't. And you need to be careful about who you let influence your life. You need to only let the people that are in your inner circle that you have a track record with that you trust in your inner circle. We need to pick our friends carefully. It's true. So it's one thing, though, to have a friend that gets along with you, right? You have the same interests. You have the same beliefs. You guys see eye to eye on most things. But it's a whole other thing to have somebody who doesn't align on the same beliefs of you, who maybe you guys do have different interests. Maybe it's even as simple as different sports that you play. Maybe they're basketball, you're into volleyball. Maybe it's a different hobby. Maybe they're into skateboarding or mountain biking, and you're like secretly into speed knitting on the side. <laughs> That's okay. crazy. Who would be into speed knitting? Got one. Well, Got him. yep. Got him. Good job. Good job. Okay. Maybe it's even a difference on how you treat your parents. Maybe you treat your parents with respect while your friend chooses not to. So what do we do though when we are faced with somebody who carries so much influence in our life? Somebody who's in our inner circle, somebody like our best friend, except our beliefs don't line up. Right? Maybe we don't see eye to eye when it comes to gender fluidity. Maybe we believe God created man and woman and that's it except our friend believes, well, I could pick what I want to be. Today, I can be a furry. Tomorrow, I can identify as bi. The next day, I can identify as gay, but I can pick what I want to identify as. Maybe you don't see eye to eye on religions. Maybe they're Mormon or Catholic, and you're a Christian. Maybe you even have different beliefs when it comes to who you want to date. Maybe you really do believe, I want to save myself for marriage, but your friend thinks, well, I can just kind of mess around with anybody I want to. And what tends to happen, though, is when our beliefs don't see eye to eye, we want to do what any good friend would do. We, we want to support them, right? After all, we don't want to come across as, like, judgy, or we don't want them to make them feel awkward or make them feel like, oh, well, we can't be friends because of, you know, different beliefs. And it gets kind of awkward. And also what happens is I think what we tend to do is just kind of, like, sweep it under the rug. We tend to be like, well, okay, I just won't bring up what you believe, and maybe you just don't bring up what I believe, because we would rather accept 
what they say, even if it's not what the Bible says. Because if we don't address it, if we don't address how our beliefs are different or how they don't align, then maybe we just don't have to deal with it. But this is never how it works for so many things that the Bible doesn't agree with. Right? We would rather not talk about Jesus in our opinion on different topics, our opinion on different beliefs, because we're afraid. We're afraid, well, what if, what if we do see differently on gender fluidity? What if I really do believe God only made man and woman, but they don't? And we get afraid to bring it up because, well, what if I do bring it up and what if I lose them as a friend? What if I do bring it up and, and what if it hurts their feelings? What if I do bring it up and, and now they don't even want to be on my inner circle? What if I hurt them? What if I offend them? What if I judge them? And it typically tends to be that we will then start to budge on our own beliefs and our own values. And we'll make up maybe excuses like, well, okay, if you believe that, then I'll just keep an open mind. And maybe I'll start to question, well, hold on, does the Bible really say God only made man and woman? I, I, I don't know. Maybe I can like budge on that a little bit. But if we're honest, it's not like our friends keep quiet on their opinions, right, or on their beliefs. And often when our beliefs do not align, when the things we agree on do not align, then they'll speak out and we'll want to be quiet, right? We'll kind of want to hide what we know, even if it's the truth. But Jesus does not want you to hide your beliefs. He doesn't want you to hide your values. He does not want you to hide. The Bible says in Matthew 5, 14 through 16, you are the light of the world, like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. No one lights a lamp and puts it under a basket. Instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. Right? Jesus does not need us to stir up fights with anyone or everyone who doesn't believe what we do. Right? For anyone who disagrees with us. But we also should not hide it. We also should not hide what we believe, and what we know that the Bible says. And our identity should be that we are going to be Jesus followers. So what do we do? So what do we do if we have a person who's in our inner circle that is, is against what we believe? And our, our, like Pastor Brittany was saying, our, our first initial response is we should compromise or try and meet in the middle with them. But maybe we're also going, why don't they believe what I believe? But in honesty, here's the truth. We can't expect people who don't believe in Jesus to follow Jesus. We can't expect people who don't know about Jesus and his teachings to follow his teachings. How would they know? And, and, and if they did know, and they, but they didn't believe it, why would they follow the way Jesus asks us to live? The people in your life that don't know Jesus, they don't have to follow Jesus or what he says but if you do follow Jesus, you do have to do what he says. Our job is to be more like him. And how do we know what Jesus, how Jesus asks us to live as our lives is in God's word. We say it's the Bible and so many people wanna say it's just a book and there's problems with it, but we believe that it is God's word, the true word of God. And so if the Bible says it, then that means that's what Jesus says. And it's simple. The truth is written right in there. If the Bible says that there's only man and woman, then there's only man and woman. And just because that's not a popular opinion, 
doesn't mean that that, can't, that has to be, that affects how we feel. Because if Genesis 1.27 says, so God created human beings in his own image. In the image of God, he created them male and female. He created them. Then that's sort of like the trump card. That's all we've got. It doesn't matter if it's popular or unpopular. It doesn't matter if everybody thinks that way or not. It doesn't matter if the people in your inner circle believe that or not. It doesn't matter. That's what the Bible says, and so that's what we have to follow. The Bible says that Jesus is the only way to heaven, and so maybe you have a close family member or a friend who believes something else, and you might go, well, it would be nice if we could both be right, but if the Bible says in John 14, 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life, no one comes to the Father except through me, then that's it. That's what we have to believe, and that's how we have to live. Even if they're In our inner circle, we can't allow their beliefs to influence us in a different way. And if the Bible says God made you the way you were, like he did in Psalm 139, 13, this is God. God made all the delicate inner parts of my body and knit me together in my mother's womb. If God knit us together, then we can't argue with how he made us. Even if our friends don't believe that, we still have to. Even if they believe the opposite, we still have to. Even if they don't like that you believe it, we still have to because it's what we are supposed to do as Jesus followers. We can't compromise our beliefs and values to please our friends. That's why it's so important when you think about your inner circle, the people who are gonna have the most influence in your life, the first thing you need to make sure is do they know Jesus? Because if you care about living your life for Jesus, The people who have the greatest influence on your life need to support that fact that you wanna have Jesus. Yeah, you need to make sure that they have the same goals as you with school or or similar tastes and you get along, but the most important thing is do they know Jesus? And so how do we be then good friends, right? Because if friends carry so much influence in our lives, then we also need to be aware of the influence we carry in theirs, right? We play a vital role in our friends' lives. If we're on that inner circle with them, then the odds are you also affect the choices they make, Mm -hmm. that they'll look to you as well, right? And see, okay, well, if you're messing around, then I can mess around. If you're sneaking around, I can sneak around. We have to understand that we can play a negative role in our friend's life or we can play a positive one, right? A negative role might look like, well, if we sneak behind our parents' back, well, then maybe our friends will too. If we're lying constantly, well, then probably our friends are too. If we don't respect our parents, our friends probably don't either. If we gossip, they gossip. But you also can change that. And you can also say, you know what? I understand I carry influence in my friend's life. So therefore, I'm going to be a positive influence with them. I'm going to try coming to 4640 every week. And you know what? Your friends probably will too. If you at school stand up for the truth, even if it's looked down upon, your friends will too. If you don't gossip, they won't gossip. If you don't speak poorly, they don't speak poorly. If you don't bully, they don't bully. What we do does not go unnoticed, especially by those that we do carry influence in, especially in those who are in our inner circle. People see what we do. They see the choices that we make. So choosing the right friends absolutely does matter. And we want you to experience how fun it is to have friends that lift you up, that build you up, that encourage you. Friends that support you in your decisions. Friends that are going to be good influences on your life, right? We pray for you guys constantly that these are the friends that you make. But you also have to know you influence your friends too. So what choices are you going to make? Are you going to make positive choices or are you going to make negative ones? Because you also carry influence as well. 
Let's go ahead, bow our heads, close our eyes, let's pray. God, we thank you for each and every one of these students in this room. And Lord, we just pray right now that if, if we don't have a good circle of influence, Lord, we would really just recognize that and we would ask God, you would just bring us healthy friends, friends that are gonna support us, friends that are gonna be good influences, that make wise choices, that seek you in everything that they do. Lord, we love you so much and it's in your name that we pray, amen. Thanks for listening to the 4640 Student Center Podcast. For more information on what's happening in 4640, you can check us out on social media and at our website, 4640gj.com. Service times are Tuesday and Wednesday nights. Hope to see you there.